All right, uh, my name is Aaron Rhodes, and you're listening to the Shuttlecock Podcast, which is sponsored by The Vinyl Underground at 7th Heaven, offering new and used vinyl at 76 and Troost in Kansas City, Missouri. This week on the show, we have Kansas City production group. Uh, so far, three-fourths of that group. Hopefully, uh, four-fourths of it, uh, if, if one of our friends joins us. Um, we have uh, the Goonies. How are you guys doing? What up, what up, what up? Uh, so I what? guess um, just for the sake of anybody just listening to the audio, um, if you could each introduce yourself, uh, that would be awesome. What's the deal? It's your man, Goo, Goo Vinci. You know what I'm saying? One-fourth of the Goonies here live and direct with my boys. About to do this little podcast, man. Let's get it. So what's up? What's up? This is Drizzy Drake. A.K.A. Drizzy Dre, A.K.A. Dre, whichever you want to call it, either way. <laughs> but you know, one four for the guns, rocket strong with my boys. Yeah, it was still Tazzy Ted, one fourth of the guns. Oh, yeah, and uh, can you give us a heads? Who's who's our our fourth member who may or may not be joining us? Sachi. Sachi Smooth, aka Sachi Smooth, TJ. Word. And uh, it is it all four of you guys, or three fourths of you guys, are from Kansas City, Kansas originally? We all, all of us from Kansas City. All four of you. Yeah. So um, I think that ends up being a. Uh, whether you like it or not, does that kind of end up being a talking point uh, when when a lot of people first get to like meeting you guys or working with you? Like, because I know like a lot of people just re- go h- really hard for Kansas City, Missouri. They make a point out of being like, "Oh, this this Kansas City, not Kansas. Fucking show me state." Uh, does does that ever bother you guys? Has that hindered any work of yours i would say it was it hasn't hindered because we work with a lot of artists from the say the kcmo area so it wouldn't hinder so we hear a lot of the uh in missouri over kansas we hear a lot of that talk but it don't affect our work but it's just the jokes it's really just like comedy to us like because yeah. we be over there that i say we kind of like the kck people We'll go to Missouri more than the Missouri people come over there, so I feel like that's why yeah. they feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so another thing I wanted to clear up very quickly because I have not seen it addressed in other interviews is how the group's name was chosen. Are you guys fans of the '80s comedy film? Yeah. Tell him, tell him, tell him the crazy part about that, Dre. I still yeah, ain't seen yeah. it. Ain't nobody seen it, but me. Man, and I seen bits and pieces of it, like. Bro, I, I can see it, it but I can see it on TV, but I can never sit there. If it's not from the beginning, I won't watch it. I never caught it from the beginning, or seen yeah, it, or had same it. Same with like, me. Like same so, I never me, ever. I, I yeah, don't. I don't top, heard the, the like yeah. the the main part of the movie, like. When he yell out the Goonies and the the little ugly little little face little whatever the hell it is, I just know like bits and pieces of it. But the name, I it was because of that. Like I I heard it 
Well, I, I came up with the name, and um, um, it was kind of like uh, a spinoff of how um, a producer named Johnny Giuliano and um, another one called uh, his name Cardo, and they had like a little group, but they it didn't go nowhere. But I came across it like when I first started making beats, and I just was like, this is hard. Like I didn't know nothing about the movies. I didn't know it was a movie called The Goonies back then. So like I just was like, whatever. And then I just took it and ran with it. But, like, as I started, like, you know what I'm saying, we started producing and stuff, people started asking us, like, y'all watched, y'all seen the 80s movie? Like, y'all seen? I'm like, bro, I, what? Like, I don't know. i never seen that movie. Like, so I just now, like, it's just something that's just a test to it. Like, it's it's not even about the movie now. It's just, it's bigger than that to me. Uh. Oh, sorry, so so maybe now. Hold on, for the fact for him to see for Tazzy to be the only one to see the movie. That's one of my favorite movies, bro. And it's just one of his favorite movies. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Okay, I think never seen. You have you have two options at this point. I think one is to just go out of your way to never see the movie and like have that be a bit that like you know you you just. Yeah, that's your group name, but you've never seen the movie. I've never seen it. Yeah. Or you you guys get together and do like a live stream where you like watch the movie together and, <laughs> and like do do like a reaction video. Yeah, like hell yeah. I know hell I'm gonna be yeah. like, damn, I missed that all this time. The whole I time. Yeah. I hear people talk about it all the time. You're like, damn, I never I just still never, never. seen it. Yeah, and have fun. you have you ever worked like a like a sample from the movie into a beat or anything like that? The tag is from the movie. Oh, the tag is the tag okay, is yeah. from the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was our it was our original tag. Our original tag. I mean, yeah, our original tag. Right. Yeah, because well, I I thought there was, like I think the one I was familiar with like there is a, there's one with just a a woman saying the name, right? Yeah, that's the original tag. Okay. Yeah. Word. Well, um, okay. So I watched. Um, I've you know I I did my homework. Uh, I watched the uh, Renegade Crew interview that you guys did a while back, and you you guys mentioned how you you kind of knew each other growing up, uh, like way back. But you were connected to do music through a friend of your, like a mutual friend of yours, who uh, who was incarcerated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He out now. Ooh. He good. He, he yeah, was a friend of ours, like big homie of ours yeah. named Sam. He had Sam, I am. He, it was yeah, before was, he went I was, in. I was curious who that was and uh, like why, yeah. why he thought you guys should team up. It's basically yeah, like two of his little bros doing the same thing and while y'all not doing it together. Mm. But the crazy Goof, I say I could say I could say Goof was doing it a little bit before or had a little bit more experience. So when he seen me getting my feet with it, he like shit, I know I know Jalen, he's doing this shit. So why don't y'all because he was at K State for a minute, then he came back to the city yeah. for a little bit, then he ran into Sam and they got to talking. Then me and Sam was already, I was already seeing him every day type shit. He seen me. Start trying to dabble in and produce, and so he like, damn, won't y'all try to? He put the he put the ear in, he put the bird in the Jalen ear. So shit, I already had hit Jalen up by myself, but after he Sam had did it, Jalen was like, shit, I might as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, that's that's for sure. 
No, yeah, and uh, you you guys talked about in that same interview, and I'm sure it comes up in conversation a lot that you each kind of have your mm-hmm. own style when when you're working by yourselves, um, and you think that kind of just makes you guys uh, like a unique package. The fact that you don't all like make the same uh, kind of beats and production and stuff. Um, would you would you be able to like because you you talked about in in that other interview like what like your own styles and influences are like uh would you be able to tell me about those briefly and unless i i think unless do you feel like they've changed over the last few years like your your strengths and what what your individual sounds kind of are yeah, 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 pretty sure, pretty for sure. Yeah, for personally, sure. and personally, I feel all of us are progressing each day. So it's like even our sound from two years ago would be different from the day if mm-hmm. we've been, if we, because we all been, we do this shit down there. We try to do it every day. So yeah. we're going to make sure we're progressing and we're going to be better than we were shit yesterday. So, yes, sir. So, it's all a process though. It's just, you know, it's just like playing basketball or um just are you doing this podcast? It's just consistency, you know. The repetition, repetition. The repetition. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just all about how you're much gonna be time better. You're gonna be better than your first time on your hundredth time. So that's yeah, just like sir. with us. We got thousands of beats. Now I remember when we had fifty beats, we like, damn, look at us, y'all. We got thousands, <laughs> thousands of beats, like, man. Like unheard that not like thousands out like we got like that will never be the problem like we can we can whip some up five ten minutes real quick so it's just we trying to really produce and get our like help this around and our like piece it together like real orchestra like oh we might need a a piano player for this we might can't be us do we might need a singer to put a hook on here before we can push the record so just really trying to get our feet in the actual actual hands on producing producing. And you get, sure. you get subscribed to the uh, the ten thousand hours theory, like mastering your craft. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We passed our ten thousand mark. Okay, so yeah, threshold. Know, if 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 anyone is is listening, uh, just know that uh, the the Goonies have mastered their craft, and you you should you should probably uh, do some work with them. Go <laughs> um, with it. We appreciate it. We yeah, work yeah. with anybody, man. Sure. Anybody, no discriminate. As long as we can bob together, we can work together. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I was kind of curious about. Um, well, we we were talking before we started recording, and you guys said it had it had been a minute, like a a month or two maybe, since you all had been in the same room. But you kind of um, had talked before about like liking to be in the studio with the artists you're working with um has that still is that still generally the case and you just kind of have haven't happened to be all four of you together uh recently yeah mostly it can be it can be us together it can be like tj and goof knocking out a record and somebody with them two knocking out a hook then it can be tej goof and tj doing something together or it can be me goofing Tez at a event and TJ handling something else or 
usually be something like that where yeah. somebody got a, just something else, somebody just got a prior obligation. Uh-huh. But when we mm-hmm. all can. No, yeah, I, I was kind of curious. Like, would I don't I don't know if you could put like a percentage on it, but like, how often do all four of you guys touch the same track that that ends up getting put out? Mm. What you think, Drew? I'd say between fifty percent. Sometimes it can be, and sometimes it get misconstrued too, because it's four of us. So the artist that's working with us, they might just put the goons instead of just putting Guvinci or instead of just putting uh, Sachi. Right. Or that's fine too, though. That's that's no problem. But sometimes it it can also be like T, TJ, Tez, and Goof did it, or and I didn't do it, or them three. You know what I'm saying? It can be that type of type of relationship so they wouldn't want to be like uh Tez goofing you know what I'm saying so we would just still want to put yeah. Goonie's name on there. Yeah and we had the and we had the communication. Yeah we communicate that at, oh it's no problem as long as we family we all rock we all family tree so as long as we getting our work out there and everybody being able to hear and they like it so we good with it. Mm. Right. Um, and you, you talked to, I also watched the, uh, save it for the podcast, uh, interview that you guys did earlier this year. That was fun. And, um, you, you kind of mentioned that, uh, even though it doesn't always happen, like you got, it's sometimes to your advantage when you guys are able to, at least some of you guys be in the same room because like, you'll you'll end up like pushing each other to like continue working or like change something about a song that you wouldn't have otherwise um so i guess i wanted to know if you would encourage more producers or or even just uh musicians in general to like form groups or if it or if you don't think it's a thing that people should try to force yeah. I feel like even a day in time, it's, it's it's almost like it anyway with the with the times of the the samples and the loops. So if the producers that's getting the loops from the the musicians, if they if they crediting them is right, it's kind of like they already in a group. Because mm-hmm. if you just getting a sound from this other producer and you doing drums or vice versa, then you add in. I kind of feel like they're still the same. Yeah, you definitely can't force no business. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I feel like oh, we were we were able to be a group because of the. It's just us. We had a brotherhood already, bro. But it's just yeah. the music. I don't know. It, it was different. I, I I feel like with with this type of group, it's something you can't force. I mean, I, I feel like yeah, you should we try. We were all it ain't friends before we kind of made yeah, it. We already kind of had a feel of the vibe. Like we already knew who each other was. Like from basketball, like that's already a brotherhood itself. So like. You know, we already had, you know, and I and our boy Sam put us together like like certain situations like that. It was kind of like God given, you know what I'm saying? Like that was like put that was supposed to happen. Or no, and um, you you guys had mentioned also. Uh, well, it's funny. I I think it it sounds like it seems like you guys have kind of uh made progress in this area, but. You mentioned in the interview from a couple of years ago that it was hard for you guys to find a consistent like studio space 
work that you can work out of but the I, I noticed that you have just been working out of the emerald dreams lab out on shawnee mission parkway pretty frequently and that's where the yeah. save it for the podcast interview was filmed yeah. is has yeah. that kind of been home base for you guys as a group or is or is it, or do you still kind of like end up hopping around to other places it's it's that's that's the spot for sure but like you know it's still times where we get a call from another spot where we just go out there it's just and it's know, just not like we Emerald, just, oh you gotta come here's wherever wherever we welcome to we pull up we fuck with all the yeah, studios but, but emerald is the the home base for now like that's home base oh yeah because uh I, I i ended up uh guesting on the uh energy and jams show not too long ago and uh ed was telling me all about that spot and it seems like yeah no it seems like there's that's something cool going that's kind of out in overland park albeit but it's like same seems like a, a solid enough setup i and i think uh I've seen I've seen videos of like no scope working out of there. I, I although I was just told that he moved recently, but I know he he had been working out of there for a minute too. So yeah, scope was in there. Shout out to L's too, man. Yeah, he 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 uh yeah, he's a studio manager love, up man. there. Yeah, he's the studio L's manager. Eight, he's no love. Yeah. L's eighteen, eight by ten. Oh yeah, and yeah. Uh, a lot a lot of people like I don't know in. It's funny. I think I would see this on, like like just by following local hip hop people on Twitter, and then also like I think I I ended up in like one or two like clubhouse rooms, you know, earlier this year when everybody was on those. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. A, a concern that came up a lot. I don't know, like how valid everyone feels like this is, but a lot of people. Um, kind of talk about how other cities have like cultures like within their studios which is like an advantage for other cities like Atlanta and so on like do you do you guys feel like having like a very like a big reputable studio that a lot of like well-known artists work out of is an important thing for um yeah a, yeah it's yeah. It's important, bro. Like, I feel like it is, but, like, like once again, like, some of that stuff be just, like, it's just a vibe. It's, it happens. Like, yeah. it's nothing forced. It's nothing, like, somebody made it to be like that. It's just, like, some of them studios down there are like that. And then, like, like just for experience, like, we went, we went down there, DJ Drama Studio. Like, the first step in there was, like, a, it was crazy. Like, we in DJ Drama Studio, and it was just mad love in there, like, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's not like something that could be made overnight. Like that stuff is a vibe. Like it's a real vibe. Atlanta, Atlanta music scene is a vibe for sure. So like we would have to bring that here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Casey got to, we got to build that vibe. We got to build that the type of relationship with artists. So as producers and so forth. So it is like, it could happen for sure. We just got to make it happen. Uh, the no, yeah, and uh, I wanted to know a little bit about um, how your guys' uh, group projects come together because you, you've been releasing them uh, pretty much the whole time that you guys have been in a group. There was 
was was the first one first and foremost in 2014 yes sir yep 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 no yeah is there is there a particular like kind of workflow that that happens when you guys are doing a a production album or does it kind of end up varying (laughs) project by project (laughs) (laughs) now first and foremost that was just our first look that was just about hey that that was just that's it's, just it's, it's definitely more of a process now than it was. Hey, we got a chunk yeah. of hours at the studio, and we call yeah. all the artists. We Everybody like, pull, hey, up. pull up. <laughs> they pull up. We just say, hey, we got a, like six, we got like eight hours. Pull yeah. up. If you can, let's see what we can do. And that's really like, shit, we can do that more often. Oh, and, so- uh, yeah. I thought you were going to say that, like, it, it that, that one experience was felt kind of like rushed or something but you you enjoyed having like the the day-long kind of session it was rough definitely was rough rough. yeah it was rough because okay we invited artists so it was a lot of their first time too i think being in a yeah like a real a real studio so they brought like like anybody that they could bring so it was like like one person could bring like eight people with them so we had like two three people bring like eight plus people with them so it was one of the, the sessions where it's like 30 people in the, the studio managers and the engineers they want to fill in that and that was kind of our first time being in the studio too so we all like oh shit we didn't know all them were coming and all that so but we still got we still got everything done like the vibe was right but we just know it was a little hiccup with like it was a lot of a lot of sweating going on that day it was hot in there boy for sure it was real hot. So, how how have how have the, the more recent projects uh, come together in comparison to that that kind of chaotic first project? I would say getting more us being. I could say, um, personally, me being engineer now and being able to control some of the vocals and not having to us having to book a session and wait a couple of days to get in the studio when it's free. So it's basically now we on our own when, when we can get in, like if we got time or a lot of us now too got setups at our house, if we need to get some vocals and get it done, like get some vocals late, we can get it done real quick. So that makes the hassle easier, not having to wait on a studio to open up. Mm. So. And um, an- another thing I was curious about was the, um, it's a, it's been a title like part of a couple of the project titles and it's the name of your website it's uh the wax i was curious um what the the concept behind that name is what what meaning that holds to you guys it's a spot um was it takes 27 yeah i think it's on 27th and it's off a of state off a of state off in Kansas, Kansas. Kansas. Off of Parallel, my fault. It's off of, uh, <laughs> Parallel in Kansas, Kansas. And this is uh, like a record shop, like one of the main record shops that we had over there in our area. And it was called the Wax Factor. Really? Basically, yeah, it's basically the only where you can get the hottest, you know, the hottest local music around. So that's how we wanted to brand our, like you go in there, like you're getting the hottest beats for the latest updates on the hottest producers in KCK. Basically, the same thing. So, yeah. Is is that shop not around anymore? Oh yeah, it's still open. It, it was it was yeah, it was, it's still open. It was uh closed just during the pandemic, but it's yep, it's still on and moving. 
I'll, I'll have to, to make a, a trip to that sometime. I, I was unaware of KCK's record store. Yep. It's kind of like a, like, like, a, like a landmark over there, like a, like, yeah, like ours, like a Save the Pivot, like the main, yeah. like our, yep. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, okay, I think there's, a, I'm going to cut this out of the, the podcast, but I don't know if it's showing you guys, like, there's, I, it's giving me, like, a countdown that, like, you can only do, like, a multi-camera, like, a multi-person zoom for 40 minutes at a time and so in in four minutes it's gonna kick us off i think but what um i think i'm gonna do right now is just end this recording and then send a new link to the group chat to the the twitter that i sent it to and we can just restart so and then i'll just edit the two together that way we don't have to end in three minutes. That works. All right, then. All right. Make sure y'all text T real quick because he, you know, he I'll be able to get quick. it up for there too. Okay, I'll bet, I will. I will yeah, I'll be, I'll, I'll be able to. I'll be able to send you the the new link. <laughs> okay, we're we're ro- we're rolling again. Uh, we have a quick break for our listeners. Uh, has a forty minute limit on, uh, on meeting times with multiple people, but uh, we are avoiding that by starting a second recording. Uh, Jalen is out of time right now. If you not already know, he's having a lot of fun. He's just hanging out in line. He's the only person podcasting at the store right now. This is a bit noisy, but uh, all right. Wait, that is coming from the store, yes? Yeah, bro. You chose bro. Yeah, you chose shit, bro. So maybe just unmute yourself when you have a comment. <laughs> the time I got you. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm like, oh, what if I what if I get a copyright thing now too? Take it down here. Okay, but okay, we were just talking about uh the wax in, in KCK being uh kind of a important spot for you guys, but um, I think now I wanted to move to some of your guys' placements. Um, one song that I think maybe a lot of my listeners might be familiar with is Ashan's Eye, which you guys, uh, which at least one of you co-produced with Walt. Who, who worked on that track? G-Money. Goo. So I don't even know what's going on. No, yeah. I, I guess it would, it would be best to have him here for that, but that's that's just all right. Um, I can ask you guys a bit about it if that's if that works. But um, I know the story. I know the story too. Okay, yeah. Um, do you do you know who's responsible for uh that's like what what part is Goof responsible for like what what uh elements of that song because. One thing Goof, I do like uh, he, he he produced the he produced the majority of it, and Walt basically just rearranged it to Ashawn's liking. Uh-huh. So Ashawn had came. He was just I think he was just if he had just got to town or he had just started rapping, but he said he had heard of us that we were doing pretty good in the city. So 
he had he had hit us on Twitter or Instagram. He was like, bro, I need a pack of beats from y'all. Mm. And we didn't like shoot. We just sent him a pack of beats, and he's like, "Bro, that's how I got my name off it." Like he's like, "I got my name like building my my sound off of working with y'all." Like saying, "I'm working with the Goonies." So to see where Ashawn turned into today, that's like, damn, he did get off from that from that beat pack that we first gave him. So just seeing that that, that that's what he was able to turn that into. That's amazing. Yeah, it's really great. He's 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 out in California right now. He's he's making some moves and. Uh, I, we, we, we all wish him the best. Uh, it seems like he, 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 I think he's been teasing the, the I think he's going to be on some kind of tour uh, mm-hmm. in the next few months or sometime next year. So hopefully that is a cool opportunity for him. Um, on, on I, I really love the, that kind of string intro that, that kind of pulls the listener in um like because it's funny like that like you know i'm sure like people would just recognize the song from from it being popular but i like the little like string overture at the beginning kind of creates like a moment where everybody can be like oh shit it's 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 i and and then everybody can kind of get hyped for it uh because i kind of kind of reminds me like a movie beginning or something like like a scene opening type like a type of deal yeah and it that it was kind of like a a song of the summer type thing uh among like kind of the younger Kansas City rap crowd i think like you know multiple shows at 825 and then the one at uh the downtown with uh Rory and G Watts uh yeah. like i remember that song being a highlight of just like mul- multiple shows that year so um yeah, and people were always like really excited for that to come on. So uh, I think that that kind of goes down as a, a classic Kansas City track for for its time. And uh, it's cool that you guys had uh, some some work on that. Um, oh, I was gonna ask about uh, Goof worked on Dadu Worlds out of state, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And he he does kind of like he's. It was he's, a. It was a. <clears throat> it, I think that was a collab with uh the other producer from. Yeah, with a uh, one bounce. Yep, yep, yep. They did yep. that together. Um, but he he had kind of uh talked about before how he likes the uh like kind of tougher, grittier beats. Is is that not the the case? Yeah, that's his. That's his. And he, he yeah, he's, he's, like he's big on like three six. Real drill, like, like yep, yeah. So I was I was going to ask him if there are any like national like like trap or like street rap acts that he hopes to produce for at some point. Do you as has he divulged any of that to you guys? Um, I know about producers for sure. Not not so much artists, though. Mm-hmm. But because anybody, the artist is like up in there is like. You feel like we can like any artist that can make a dope hook or can start make a dope melody to his shit. You feel like they can build it into a dope song. So it's really like he more into like the producers who he work with and collab with. Yeah, because the artist, as soon as they hear like a snippet or a little piece so of movie shit, they already know they don't give them what they want. <laughs> and uh, you guys also had some work on uh, you. 
you've, you've had multiple collaborations with AL, but you, you had some work on his uh, 17 Summers project last year. Yeah. Yeah. What was uh, like, what, what went into uh, the, the work you guys did on, on that project? Working on the song was probably the easiest part because Ayel was actually crafting, like he was going in and out of crafting the whole album with TJ. Like him and TJ would wake up early, crack it down like seven, eight o'clock and they'd go to the studio. They'd be there till, till the session come, till a session come for TJ or another engineer got a session. They'd be there like 7 a.m. to as long as they can and knock out references or songs. So Ayel's basically crafting pieces of that song with TJ and I'll pop in or Goof Tiz will pop in. And that was like one of the last songs that he did that we produced. A lot of the other songs were um, made with Bergatti, but the vocals, yeah, was crafting them with us and like doing parts, redoing them, redoing harmony. So seeing him build that whole album together, it was just really seeing him in his bag and seeing a real dope songwriter like crafting yeah. melodies, how he how he had come up with dummy lines, then go back and make them into real lines that make sense. Like he had just like, you know, he had just hum the melodies on the beast and he'll start building and just piecing it together and just watching him do that too. Just, just watching the master at work. Definitely one of the best songwriters in the city, for sure. That's a fact. And, uh, and the Dreaming song, it was, uh, it was a, it was a collab uh, with, with Keith Woolrich. He's a, a session musician here in, K- in Kansas City, Kansas. He was uh, able to add the, the little chord progression at the end just to add another variant to the beat and he came in at the end too just to add a little sprinkles on it just to what else do we need and that's what he felt like sure i could just add something here there so we made that a collab with him trying to just add more you know just musicians and liven up our sound too just adding different elements that we can use yeah um so uh, another recent project that you guys uh, had a hand in was uh, At the Close of a Decade by Jazz, um, which uh, from my understanding, she originally um, self-produced that whole project. She released like a version of it on, on SoundCloud, but then I'm guessing you guys had a hand in like kind of retouching it and uh working on the version that is now like out on streaming and everything yep i would say like engineer like part of the engineering part because she's she's self-efficient as a producer she can play she can she can record herself as well but tj was there as a helping hand so she wouldn't have to necessarily to have to do everything so she was more of like engineering her vocals for her while she was crafting the album then helping her piece together songs if she if this song would be should we use this song should we use this part should we take this bridge out should we add a bridge here so just like pieces to the puzzle like kind of like what he did with al tj handled that part with her as well mm. so so if anyone has um an r&b track to to arrange uh that's that's your your guy to go to yeah mm-hmm. but i would say tj tj and tez but tez is more he's a out of uh, out of me, TJ and Goof, Tez is more like he got like better music theory than we do. So yeah, he can he he can he can play with some chords and know how to put a couple progressions down that'll that'll blow some people away. So 
it's a reason why we always string his little ass along with us. Like he <laughs> he there with us for a reason. Like he's real, he's real hands-on with the music, like as far as the theory and knowing where exact sound. So uh-huh. he's a big help in that area as well. Or and if um, you get them to if you if you get TJ and Ted, I don't know where you can go wrong. I'm, yeah. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I don't know. Hope, hopefully, the hopefully team, they don't they don't cut you guys out. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> other shit in. We got we got the goal. Then you got us. Well, you got right. us right there. It is. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Uh, the uh, I wanted to ask about. I think the, the what's the most recent um project you guys have released as a group was the Things Women Say EP, and this is all. Like it, like all the tracks include features from uh, local female artists, and um, I don't know, like what what was the idea going into? Uh, it was that more of a se- I would say it was more of a segue because we have. Uh, I think we got two records that are uh, like it's a female and male record. Then we have a record with just the male on there. So we more use the females, the things women say as transitions. Yeah. And we had like a session where we had women just basically just press record and they were talking amongst themselves, but just about just certain things like after the club experience or how do you feel when your your man or boyfriend texts you or he don't respond in a timely manner. So just hearing those responses is like, damn, things women say where they're just in the midst and don't and don't just they're just talking. They know they're getting recorded, but they just they're just talking like yeah. just like like they're not being recorded. So they're just talking like freely, just talking about the experience they have when we're getting when they're getting asked those questions like how do you feel when your boyfriend don't text you so just to hear them get them their spill on that that's how we kind of built and crafted the project around that like okay and we had certain songs that could be placed like okay that's kind of talking about this subject matter and if we didn't have that song like okay we can get this song recorded and kind of touch base on that subject matter and that's how that kind of five song ep came together no, that's cool. I think that's kind of a, I, I haven't come across another local project that w- has been uh, pieced together like that. I, I, I do enjoy those, those kind of transitions, those interludes with the, just the, the chatter and banter and everything. And yeah, it does sound like just clips from like a talk show or a podcast or something. <laughs> and, uh, but it's, it's, it becomes part of, part of the songs that, uh, like part of the the themes and the imagery in, in those songs. So that, I thought that was a, a fun little project. Um, so I think one of the last things I wanted to ask you guys was if you could, like, I think what you, you talked about in the Save It for the podcast interview, uh, what some of your guys, like most popular songs have been. We, um, there was, uh, Oh shit! I, I'm. There's one I missed. I missed uh, mentioning D Walks Clappers. Of course, I was. I was gonna say that's one of the more popular tracks you guys have had a hand in. That was a track that Goof worked on. With yep. uh, was that just his to begin with? Yep, that was just Goof. Uh, then he ended up getting a collab. I think they ended up. That's I know that's just Goof. Uh, as far as the production wise, but yeah. As far as the artists and the features, I think that was something they made a play with together as far as DJ Rocky and D-Walk. Yeah, no. DJ it, Rocky and, Montana. Yeah. And uh, 
oh i'm i'm blanking on his name right now but uh the dude b king yeah b king yeah b king uh, b king yeah no, shout out b king that new that new music video for it is pretty ridiculous pretty <laughs> awesome <laughs> and, and what, what was There's a lot of cheeks in that movie. there there are um what, <laughs> what was your guys uh first reaction when you when you found out it was kind of getting the the remix treatment and like you, there was going to be that music video because at first we were kind of oh. on the edge like where is the video yeah. like cause we were we didn't we thought like it was gonna we always figured it would be like a video that turned out like that we just didn't know when it would be and when sure. we would be able to see it <laughs> yeah so when we finally got the 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 the, the the, the call that, hey, it's, it's on the way. And we got like the trailers and visuals like, oh my Lord, <laughs> this is what we've been waiting on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is what we want to see. This is where everybody want to see. Exactly how you picture. <laughs> <laughs> no, and uh, not to, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to keep bragging about this a little bit, but I, I wrote about the song when it first came out two or three years ago it's it's been a minute since the original song came out um but i remember including it in one of my hometown highlights roundups and i was like hey this song should kind of be like a club anthem and kind of like it it could be a major like kind of a national hit if it was put in the right hands I, i think i used that phrase and um, I, I just feel vindicated and um, I'm happy that I, I got to uh, predict it's uh, late, like late coming, but uh, deserved uh, success. Definitely. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, what I was going to ask before I remember that was, um, so that's, that's one of the more popular songs you guys have worked on. You mentioned there's a song called uh, New Money that ends up getting like sync uh, licensing and stuff that you guys just get royalties on. Like you, had you, have you figured out like where the source of that? Yeah, a lot of that that we figured comes from the Facebook month or monetization. So I see like a lot of it is basically if you can add the song, whether it's like I guess you can add them on your page and you can add them on some story. So as them, as you can add them and those are those are counted as plays too. Okay. Because I guess it's like a 30 second a 30 second threshold. So I guess they count those all as plays that are on the Snapchats, the Facebook, and they just group them all together. That's interesting. And uh so then, yeah, you, there are a couple other songs you mentioned on the Save It For The Podcast as your maybe your most successful or your most popular songs. But I was curious um, as to, like, is, is there one, like, placement or, or song that you guys have worked on that you feel is, like, your most, like, underappreciated, overlooked? Like, like, just you were surprised that it didn't get more traction than it did? Considering you, you have, have like dozens, maybe hundreds of songs out there. Not right off the top of my head, but um, what's that one? Al got on um the last tape. Really, the last tape for real. Period. 
I feel Which like one? that was, that might that might have been our best tape so far. And yeah, if they slept on that one, they need to go ahead and check that out. Cause but the uh, not not the uh, tales from the wax. Tales from the wax for sure. Well, um, I guess we can close out by uh, I don't know just. Tell me what you guys are are working on right now. What people can be looking out for the rest of twenty twenty one, and I don't know any any plans or placements or projects that you guys are working on right now. Well, you know us. We got. We trying to keep it. We try to keep it busy. We try to stay busy. So we got a lot more dropping with artists. It's really up to them on when they're dates and if our songs on the track list if it made the cut but a lot of them said we have made the cut so it's basically just release dates from them is when they're dropping i know as far as like we probably got songs on four or five new a couple of artists that's dropping if they're not dropping by the end of the year beginning of next year mm. and as far as like us and our projects that would if we don't sneak out another project before the end of the year we might just finish the year pushing the rest of our work that we did this year just trying to spin it again get everybody else to spin them again so is there is there anything you can tell me about the the next project you guys are working on or is it still too early to divulge any of that i could just say just bigger and better than the last hmm. yeah nothing specific just yet but it's definitely going to be gonna be something try to progress try to make it bigger try to make it bigger and better than try to top ourselves than what we did last time that's all we can really hope for well i think i think that's a a good way to tease any project um i figure we can we can wrap it up about here um can you guys uh give me your where people can find you on social media and just anywhere they sh any uh, recent stuff of yours they should check out or yeah just give me give me your plugs you can find us on twitter ig facebook at t-h-a-g-o-o-n-e-z the goonies you can catch me one drizzy dre on ig and drizzy dre on twitter you can catch all of us, you know, all of us linked on the wax.com, T H A W A X.com. What you got, Tez? Oh, I'm uh, at underscore Tezzy Tez underscore on everything Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that. And you know, you know, Jalen, he, so he Goo Vinci. Goo Vinci. On Facebook and Twitter and I G G U B I N C H I. So check him out. Sachi, Sachi Smooth on IG and Twitter. Sachi, S-A-C-H-H-I, huh? Smooth. No E at the end. So you can catch us all there, and that's where we'll be, you know. Your no neighborhood e. villain, neighborhood <laughs> players, man, doing the same thing, man. Cooking up for y'all, trying to make it work, trying to spread the wealth, trying to get some wealth, trying to be better every day. That's all we can try to hope for, man. Awesome. And, and you, do you guys like? Uh, do you have like uh, a website? It, well, I mean, you have the wax. 
is, is that where you do you keep like a like a, a track train type thing where people can listen to uh unused actually beats of yours links yep, to right on the wax we push it we push it um uh, basically we push in the wax like everything near our merch our beats yeah uh the recent news from us so whenever you're looking for beats just go to the wax recent news from us merch for us TheWax.com is where you would find all that. And that's T-H-A-W-A-X.com? Yep. Yep. .com. yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, uh, people can follow at Shellcock Mag on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The website is ShellcockMusic.com. The web store is ShellcockMag.BigCartel.com. Uh, look out for new editions of the print issue coming soon. Uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to or watching it and uh, be on the lookout on our socials for all the all the punk shows and stuff we have booked coming up uh, and yeah no I appreciate you guys uh, taking the time to chat with me tonight appreciate you have too, Aaron and Shadowcock. of course Make sure y'all check out the mag, man, and check out the next interview and the next stuff he got going, man. We appreciate you rocking with us for this one, though. No, of course. And I, th I think it was, I think it was overdue. My man, me too. Glad we got it in. <laughs>